Is a move right for you? Are you on the move? You're in the right place. With decades in the business and a caring heart, the Linda Ray team has experienced the ups and downs of the ever-changing real estate market in Michigan. In this podcast, Linda shares with you what you need to know if you're in the market. Welcome to Table Talk, the podcast with Linda Ray. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Paula Johnston from the Linda Ray team. We're doing a podcast in Table Talk with one of my favorite people. Um, he's amazing at what he does. I'm going to let him tell you what he does, but he is Keith and I've known him for a long time. Hey, welcome to the welcome to the podcast and, and let everybody know who you are and what you do. Sure. Thank you, Paula, for having me. Uh, Keith Stonehouse, I've been in title insurance for 21 years. I'm also the founder and CEO of MichiganRealEstateMasterminds.com. Um, but title insurance has been, for lack of a better term, uh, my heart and my passion, which most people don't feel that way, but uh, about title insurance, but I do. Um, I started in the back room in, uh, you know, in a cubicle in a very large national title insurance company in Troy. And then in uh, 2004, we started our own Franklin title and uh, we started in Rochester and then we grew it to five locations all across Southeastern Michigan, including a location in Flint. So we had five locations in five years, uh, but we did that for 17 years. So we had Franklin for 17 years and we just closed that in August. So it's almost a year. And I partnered with Devon Title. They bought me out for lack of a better term mm -hmm. and uh, took over the business. And it's been a beautiful marriage. It's been great. So now I'm with uh, Devon Title. And now we are a national title company. And we close anywhere, anytime in the country and in the world. So wow. that's exciting stuff. Yeah, That's impressive. That's really impressive. So as me as a layman, I'm going to pretend I don't know anything about title. Um, as me as a layman, Keith, why do I need title for my house? And what is the process that you guys go through to provide me with a clear title? So you need title insurance. It's like peace of mind. You have to have title insurance. It's like I tell people when you go buy a brand new car, they you have to have insurance, right? You have to have full coverage insurance. Same thing when you buy a house or sell a house or refinance your mortgage. You have to have full coverage insurance. You have to have title insurance. We're like the legal aspect of the of the real estate process. We're the legal eyes. We're making sure everything, all the all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. Uh, home ownership is is legit. Um, taxes are squared away and up to date. There's no back taxes. There's no liens. There's no encumbrances. Um, HOA homeowner association is squared away and up to date. Uh, Seawalls. I mean anything. There's all. There's 35 things that we have to check off to make sure that you're getting that house legally or you're selling that house legally or refinancing your mortgage legally. So it's not, you don't have a choice. You have to have title insurance, but it's who you choose is your choice. What makes you stand out? Your Devon title makes you stand out from the other title companies in the process part of it. So we have a team, a lot of title insurance companies, um, have you bounce around to different people all, you know that you call in and well i'm not i'm not working on that file anymore we're going to hand you over to janet janet's not working on that file anymore we're going to hand you over to frank frank's not working on that file anymore we're going to hand you over to Tom. we don't do that you have a designated team per you so paula has robin and tina that's it yes right that's yes. your team you don't deal with anyone else unless Robin's out of the office or Tina's out of the office. But other than that, that's your team. 
I did a survey when we started Franklin in 2004. I literally, I called a hundred real estate agents out of the phone book. Remember the yellow pages? I called a hundred real estate agents and I said, what I'm thinking about opening a title company, what would be amazing and what upsets you a lot about title companies? And that's how I designed my title company is based on what they told me. And number one thing was we want to deal with one person on this file. We don't want to deal with 13 different people. It becomes confusing. It holds things up. It messes things up. We've had bad experiences. So I designated a team to handle that client, that personal client, give them a personal experience. Um, And also we have Ron. So Ron is remote online notarization. So we can close anywhere in the world with Ron. It's laptop to laptop or iPad to iPad or phone to phone and you're signing. So if, if you have a client and the seller of the house can't make it back for that closing, something happened and they're in Australia for business, that's mm-hmm. fine. We can do the round closing and they can sign and everything's fine. All right. Do you see that the title um, industry is going to go that route where people are actually getting in a physical room closing that they're going to start just doing everything via DocuSign or however this Ron works? Yes, eventually. There, there are other platforms as well. There's three major platforms. We chose Ron. We built a whole department around uh, the Ron system. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, eventually, I think so. I don't think it's going to be as fast as people think because <laughs> I, I don't think people are adapting as fast as people thought You know, to some of this stuff. Um, I think people still want that experience. I think people still want to sit down and touch paper and talk to the realtor and talk to the closing agent at a table. But I think eventually, yes, it absolutely it will be. Do you guys have a projection in the next three to five years or anything like that, that you would think that's going to happen? Cause I've heard that five years ago that we were going to go that route, but it obviously it hasn't happened. Oh, we did it 10, 15 years ago. We did with Flagstar bank and there was the bank out of New York, um, a couple lenders out of New York that were doing it. And I would, that's back when I was doing closings and I would bring laptops to people's houses and do it. And that oh, was back yeah. then. Yeah. This yeah. was a long time ago. So to say a projection, I mean, let's go back in time. And that was already existing and we're still not, you know, adapting to it. So I, I know we did a lot of that during COVID, during the high peaks of COVID, we did a lot of, of closings oh, online. Yep. That was, that was, and I kind of thought that would transition us into making that change quicker, but obviously it's not. Right. Yeah. So basically in a nutshell, um, walk me through the process of what a, like a Tina, like I, I, I'll give you a little bit of mine to reach out to Tina. I give her the file once say it's, I'm going to just say I'm on the buy side and we're using Devin title. I get the to Tina or Robin, my team. I love saying that I have a team and they're great and they always are gracious on the phone and they show me high respect. And that's something that I really appreciate. Um, and no questions, stupid, which is really nice. Cause I ask them a lot of questions. I think I've called them three times this morning and moved closings around. So I apologize, but I'm trying to accommodate both buyer and seller and trying to have them all in the same room at the same time. So that's their request because they both have questions for each other. And so I'm trying to make it easy transition for them. It's not about me or the other agent. We're trying to make it easy for the the buyer and the seller. Um, So we, we give the file to the title company, to our team, and they go through and make sure nothing's missing or signatures. And then they start looking for liens against the home. Taxes are paid, no HOA outstanding fees. Cause all those fees have to be paid and caught up at by the closing or at the table. Correct. Correct. Yep. Yep. Before the closing or at the closing, right. um, they can be satisfied at the closing. So yeah, 
when you send in, uh, let's say, a title order, right? Mm-hmm. You send in a t- hey Keith, here's a title order, purchase agreement, you know, uh, addendums, whatever you send in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I get that over to our title order team, and they're called examiners. The okay. examiners, uh, which is a license, you have to be a licensed examiner. It's not a job that you can train for. It's not a job that uh, I could hire. Let's say anybody off the street that worked at a you know a store a Kohl's and say, okay, I'm going to train you as an exam. You have to be a licensed examiner. They're almost attorneys, and. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're behind the scenes. They're very elusive. <laughs> they're very, behind, they're very behind the scenes. You never meet them. You never see them. Um, but they're making sure everything is, is, is being done uh, legit legally. And then they hand it off to the processing team and the processing team takes it from there. Anything that needs to be handled, that's where they come in and start handling any situation to get it to the closing table smoothly. Then once uh, you get it clear to close or, whatever the situation is and you, you call and say, Hey, Keith, we're ready to close or Hey, Tina, we're ready to close on, you know, June 16th at three o'clock in Rochester. Uh, that's when we get the closing team ready. Uh, whether that's the Ron department or the actual closing team ready. Um, and then we get everything, uh, finalized for the closing table. Okay, great. So this is something that's, it's mandated to have, uh, whether you have a mortgage or not, it's something, yep. it's an insurance policy basically, right? And, yep. and how does that fee, how does it average, not that you have to give your exact fee, but how does that, what portion does the seller pay versus the buyer? And why does the buyer pay a portion and why does the seller pay a portion? That's probably one of the biggest questions that I get from buyer and seller. Oh yeah, I get it a lot too. So um, a misconception that a lot of people uh, I get probably about three times a week is cash deals. When yeah. you're buying a house cash, you do not need a, a policy. The lender's policy, or I'm sorry, the owner's policy covers the buyer. Let me say that again. When you're buying a house cash, the owner's policy, the the seller has an owner's policy that covers the buyer. So only the seller pays for title insurance. On a cash deal. On a cash deal only, yes. Um, I get that a lot where buyers say, how much is my title going to be? And I say, well, you don't, you don't have to pay. What do you mean? I don't have to pay anything. And I have to explain it. And that's fine. Um, when you have a mortgage, you have to have a lender's policy and that covers the buyer. Again, it's like when you buy a uh, brand new vehicle, you have to have full coverage insurance, right? Okay. Same thing. The lender wants to make sure that they're covered for their investment that they're, they're you know, that they're financing. Um, they want to make sure that they're covered. So you want to make sure they get paid no regardless, irregardless, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, they want to make sure that they're, that they're, what they're uh, covering is taken care of. It's legal. It's legit. There's no, you know, there's no hiccups. So there's a a closing fee that differs between different title companies. A lot of title companies charge uh, a lot of fee, regular fees, like processing fee, admin fee, courier fee, you know, all these different feet, we don't charge any of that. We like to keep it straight and simple. That's what I started in, in the beginning. Remember going back, yeah. I, I surveyed a hundred realtors and I said, what drives you nuts? What makes you upset? They said, all these tic-tac Bad fees yeah. that don't make any sense. And I said, all right, I'm not going to charge them. I'm going to keep one solid fee. So, well, we have two. You have the uh, title insurance premium, which is a state regulated number. So you're buying a house for 350 
You go up down the chart, 350. All right, that's what I have to charge, right? Every title company has the same fee. That's the title insurance. But but other other companies add all those additional fees on there. So it's wise for a consumer to really know um, what title company you're using and what fees that they're doing. And usually most agents sit at the table and they share that information with a chart, um, or at least I do, going with this title company or that. Because really, ultimately, the homeowner, the seller can choose who they want or the buyer. But at the end of the day, if somebody that I, I tell them, but I get great service, the fees are better. I've got a staff that's there and will take care of us. And then I, they don't usually, then they don't go any further than that. Unless they're already, uh, unless they're already requesting you to begin with. <laughs> Which has happened. Yes. <laughs> Which has happened. Yes, it does happen. And it's funny because I'll say, no, I am using Devon title, which slash was Franklin title. Um, and then it kind of, oh, okay. But they want to make sure that they, um, it's watching every penny. That's my job is to watch every penny that we do for the buyer or the seller, because I don't think they need to pay any more than they have to, which is great. We still want the same service, but we just don't want all the added fees. I mean, I know like every time you go somewhere, everything is carte blanche. And so it just keeps adding up. But if I can say to them, I get great service and there's a team that's working just for me um, in their company, which means there's working for you. That makes a lot more sense. And at the end of the day, we want to make sure the title is clear and there's no ex wife there's no liens, no material liens, no taxes. So when they own that house, they own it free and clear. That is the whole thing about title work in a nutshell. Yes, yes. And it makes it great. But it does matter on who you do it. Just as important as your real estate agent and how they conduct their business, as well as their loan officer and then the title work. Those are the three big ones that you're going to have to deal with for a closing, which, by the way, the sellers and buyers don't even know that. We just do it underneath. And they have no idea what we're doing, but we just know it. they come to the table and it's been taken care of and prepared. Yep. We're problem solvers before they even know there's a problem. <laughs> that's right. That's how we, that's how we roll. So Keith, how long did you say you were doing this? You've been doing this since a very long time. I know that, but how long? 21 years, 21 Ooh, years. That's a long time to be in the business. You still love your business? I love it. Love every minute of it. Love my love clients. And my, uh, my wife made the joke. A couple of years ago, I, I was running out of the house and I said, oh my God, I got to go. I'm running, running late for appointments. She said, oh, you mean to go hang out with your friends? And I said, <laughs> oh my God, I never thought about it that way. But yeah, my clients have all become my friends. Yeah. Which is really it's good. That is because you, you've earned a lot of trust that way. When you have people that trust you, I mean, I've known you for a very long time and, and it took me a little while to get to this category, but I thoroughly have always trusted you. That was not the issue. The issue is I feel like I wanted to make sure that I was taken care of, not just because we were friends, but because business is business. And I wanted to make sure that I had someone having my back. And yep. in um, Tina and Robin and your staff, I love that how you give that to the agents because it makes such a difference because I don't have to constantly be second guessing them. I, I touch base with them because I touch base with everybody. That's just my personality. And I know a lot of agents don't. They just kind of like ride with the wind and let it take care of it. And I'm sure they could do it without without me calling them. Um, but I just like to touch base in case they need something from me. They shouldn't have to ask me. I should be saying it's on its way. Right. You know, which is good, which I know it's not everybody's forte, but that's kind of mine. But I, it just makes my life a lot easier. It makes me have peace when I know that we're going to get to the closing table with no hiccups. And quite frankly, that's all the, the clients want to know is get me to the closing table and make sure that you've got my back. Yep. Just get me to the closing right. table. That's it. Absolutely. So if anybody wanted to reach out to you just to get a little bit more information or in more detail of 
Devon Title or to use you at Devon Title, Keith, how would they get a hold of you? Well, you can call or text me anytime, 24-7. I know in bit, my business coach says not to do that, but <laughs> I'm, work, I'm working 24-7 uh, for you and for the consumer and for whoever needs title. Right. Um, 248-894-4785, or they can email me or you can email me at kstonehouse at D-E-V-O-N, devontitle.com. Before we before we leave, how about we talk about a little bit about masterminds? Because I I I think you're pretty proud of that. That's been a pretty um exciting thing that we've got to join as realtors and title company and mortgage officers. Um, that just really says a lot to me about you, about how you've not only have your business, but you've expanded your business to help other people. You want to put a little light on why you do masterminds? Sure. So I created Michigan Real Estate Masterminds 11 years ago. Um, I saw something missing. Uh, in networking for realtors and mortgage loan officers, I saw something missing. You know, I was a member of Women's Council Realtors. I was a member of NACOR and GMAR and all these great organizations. They're outstanding, but there was something missing. Business wasn't being done and people were not connecting. Right. And I said, this is missing. People are showing up to this, but no business is being transacted and nobody's connecting. Right. So I created my own. And it expanded to 12 different lunch locations over the years, all the way from Lapeer and Brighton and Port Huron, Birmingham, Rochester. I mean, all over Metro Detroit. Now we're down to six because you can, you can only do so many. Uh, But we bring real estate agents, mortgage loan officers, home inspectors, anybody that has anything to do with a real estate transaction together. We do, we have a keynote speaker, that talks each month at all six locations and educates, motivates, inspires uh, the members or non-members, the members that are coming to to check it out, the people that are coming to check it out. Um, We go around the tables, the real estate agents talk about their listings, pocket listings, coming soons, leases, commercial properties, uh, whatever it is. And we match normally between three to five per lunch uh, Mm -hmm. on a good lunch. Um, and that's, that's the beauty of it. And then the mortgage loan officers meet some great real estate agents. The real estate agents meet some great loan officers, home inspectors, and the stories that I've heard over the last 11 years about how I've changed people's, and this isn't to brag, but this is why I keep doing it. Uh, the stories of I've changed people's businesses. I've changed people's lives of, uh, the connections that they've made. I never would have had this. If I didn't come to that, I would never would have met this person, which got me this. Um, this keynote speaker taught me this and it changed my whole business. That's the reason that I keep doing it. It's a membership-based organization, but it's just a a small fee just to keep it going. There's a website, um, SEO driven website. That's a, you know, uh, that people, when they're searching for certain things, they can be found on that, um, Google or whatever. Um, but that small fee just covers the website, covers events, uh, covers the printing that I need for all the handouts and the flyers and mailers and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's a huge passion of mine to to watch and see people prosper like that. They really, you know, you call it a networking. I call it growing. I mean, if you're not learning something new every day or making that connection, then you're not fulfilling your purpose. And I think in right. business, I mean, in business, you do make those great connections that you feel like I call them lifetime or you call them friends, whichever you want to do. Um, trust base. Like if I know I needed something right away, I'd, you'd be the first one I'd call and say, hey, I really need you to fix this real quick and wouldn't even hesitate to not do yep. it. 
And I think vice versa with both of us. But I think with the, in the business industry, it seems like everybody thought there were people were pitting against each other, doggy dog. But I think that when you use it to your ability of getting to know and network with the other agents, let them know who you really are and let their perceptions maybe go to the wayside because sometimes what you perceive and what you see is something completely different than what people are. And they may be this wonderful person or this wonderful product, and you just didn't even know it because you didn't have that ability to get together. So I think I think that group was good. But again, that whole thing that you created to join um, the forces of all of the real estate industry, which is all increments, parts of the puzzle for everybody. When we all network together, it's just beneficial for the clients because we have stronger things that we can suggest to them or people that we would really highly trust. I would not go to anybody if I didn't trust in my own home. And I think with this networking, it helps. And that adds to your business as far as Devin and, and, and title work, because when you build that rapport with all of us, we know that we can trust you in our business and vice versa with the entire atmosphere, what we're at. And it's a great learning tool for everybody. And I just know that with the way that everything has been uh, for the last couple of years, if you aren't networking and you're not getting those through, I know when they see my name, a deal, they know I'm going to do the job. They know there's never going to be yep. a problem. And when you network like that, I think it makes a big difference. I I mean, with all the agents. Yeah, that's okay. So, hey, so, yeah. So it's just, I think I appreciate you doing that, Keith. I know it's a lot of work on your part. It's a lot of um, sweat and tears because it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work to yes. constantly come up with a new theme and people. And you also do a lot of couple of charity events every year too. You want to talk about one of your favorite charities and and that, how you guys raise money for it every Because I know that golf outing is near and dear to your heart. Yeah, so with Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, um, we have happy hour mixers. Um, sometimes they're for charity. Sometimes they're not. Um, we do continuing education. We have the six lunch and learn locations that you, you can pick, you know, one, one or six to go to whatever, whatever works for you. We do random events throughout the year. Uh, we have a clay shooting event in a couple of weeks for commercial real estate agents, mm-hmm. um, that we're doing out in Metamora. Um, and then we have our golf outing every year. Uh, that 140 person golf outing. And this year it's at, uh, Greystone, Greystone golf club, um, right before 32 mile road. And that is, that's the gem of our year. That's normally we do it at twin lakes this year. We switched to Greystone and we're doing it for common ground. I don't know if, if, uh, most people understand what common ground is, but common ground is near and dear to my heart. Um, it's for mental health. Uh, helps people with suicide prevention, helps people that are dealing with suicide. Um, when I was, when I was a teenager, my neighbor, uh, we had two boys living next to us that were my age and their mom, who was like a second mom to me, took her life. And oh. that organization helped them through that process. Right. And, right. and it helps a lot of people through those processes. They do a lot more, but that's how it affected me. And um, I went and sat into the, into the meetings with them and supported them and went to the, you know, the classes with them and, right. um, you know, to be there for them. Um, but common ground is, is an amazing organization and that's who we're supporting with Michigan real estate masterminds. That's great. So not only, not only do you have a company and you feed other people education and then you turn around and then you give back to the community. What a great guy you are. <laughs> You're so well-rounded. Oh, <laughs> 
No, it's that's seriously. I mean, it's very serious. It's very, very um, wonderful that you can do all of the above and still have a family and enjoy life and go out on your lovely boat and have a great time um, because that's called balance. You have to balance your life. Yes, you got to have the balance. We do have to have the balance. We do love work. We do love that whole process and helping people, but you have that balance and well. And also when you get back to community, that's huge. So thank you so much, Keith, for stopping by and hopefully clearing up what title work means and why you need it. And, and again, you want to throw your number out there in case somebody's got a question for you. Absolutely. Thank you. 248-894-4785. Great. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Thanks, Paula, for having me. You have a wonderful day. Enjoy this beautiful weather while we have it. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing your time with us. If you got something from this podcast, please share it with your friends and everyone you know. Tune in next week for another episode of Table Talk, the podcast with Linda Ray.